I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 545. The three things you need to know this hour first. A male juvenile was arrested today after police say he pointed a gun at four students at the Canyon View High School parking lot in Cedar City. Police say he also assaulted another student. I'm KSL News Radio's Jessica Lowell. We'll go in depth in just a moment. Second, a Utah social media influencer, Taylor Paul has been charged with domestic violence after she threw a metal bar stool at her boyfriend. Charges say it hit her five-year-old daughter while she was aiming for her partner. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. The crash we had northbound I-15 just before the I-80-201 junction has been moved out of traffic. So you're still going to see slowdowns, but you're not dealing with blocked lanes as you go from 33rd South into downtown. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Some overnight snow gave way to midday sun, but another storm's coming. I'm Kevin Eubank. 39 degrees now. KSL's top national stories from ABC News. The first meeting for the new House Select Committee on China is underway. It's going to outline, Gallagher says, what the committee's work is going to be over the next few weeks and months. The committee is just beginning that work right now. They've only just begun. This is a brand new committee. But what's unique here is that it's bipartisan. It has support from Republicans and Democrats to do this work. ABC's Jay O'Brien. The bipartisan gang of eight congressional members were briefed on classified documents found in President Biden, former President Trump, and former Vice President Pence's home and previous offices. The EPA is beginning round-the-clock air and soil testing at the toxic train derailment site in East Palestine, Palestine, Ohio. It's the TAGA bus. And TAGA stands for a Trace Atmospheric Gas Analyzer Mobile Laboratory. Regional EPA Administrator Deborah Shore. Stocks closed lower to end the month. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Time for the KSL In-Depth. It's a developing story on KSL. A teenage boy was arrested today after police say he pointed a gun at four students at the Canyon View High School in Cedar City. 
Gabriel uh, Gabrielle Costello is a spokesperson for Cedar City, and she's joining us live on the KSL Newsline. Gabrielle, this all started yesterday afternoon. Can you take us through this? What happened? Hi there. Yes. So uh, yesterday was Monday, February 27th, and we had a juvenile male suspect arrive on campus at Canyon View High School here in Cedar City and approached four students with a gun. Um, no students were harmed, but um, our school resource officer immediately responded and the school began to be cleared and, you know, mitigated of any threat. But uh, a little bit later, about an hour later, the same suspect arrived and assaulted a different student on campus. And the suspect is not a Canyon View High School student um, or registered in our Iron County School District, but has been in the past. So due to the gravity of this threat and the involvement of a firearm and just the, you know, big situation that we have here involving students, a search warrant was immediately obtained on Monday and a unified plan was put in place to find the suspect And once locating their residence, we did um, put Canyon View High School and Fiddler's Elementary School on lockdown temporarily all day on Tuesday. Uh, School was let out prior on Monday, um, pretty much close to when the activity was happening. So the full lockdown was on Tuesday. And um, today, Tuesday, February 28th, around 1 o'clock, the suspect was arrested and um, booked into the juvenile detention center along with our partners with the Iron County Sheriff's Office, Utah Highway Patrol, and the Iron, Iron Metro SWAT team. Um, no children were harmed, thank goodness, and the suspect um, has been booked and will be charged with multiple charges. And the suspect is a minor, so you're not going to be releasing the name? Correct. As far as the student who was physically assaulted, is that student Okay. That student is doing okay. Um, again, we can't release much more just for the minors that are involved, but um, everybody is doing okay, thankfully. Okay is good enough for now. You know, that was a pretty long uh, series of lockdowns that you were talking about a moment ago. Have there been any counselors on campus to help students after something like that? Yes, all of our schools, um, you know, even if I mean, maybe a sibling had known someone involved in this school, you know, all of our schools in Iron County School District have counselors on site. um, And, you know, we have had a lot of recent devastation just in our area and in our school district recently. And so our counselors are well equipped to discuss with students and be there um, just in times to help feel more safe and express concern. And all of our secondary schools here do have a school resource officer assigned on campus And then they also have some shared duties with our elementary schools as well. So there's plenty of resources, and we understand how fearful this can be, not only for students, but for parents. But we work closely with the school district and, you know, reassure students and parents through the Remind system to notify them of what's happening on campus all the time. Just one more question for you, Gabrielle. Do police have any sort of motive? At this time, we um, don't have that to share, Um, but, you know, it is known that he is not in the Iron County School District, and so we're not sure why um, he's not in the school district, but that's all we're able to really release at this time. So there's one arrest and everybody else is okay after a teenage boy pointed a gun at four students at Canyon View High School in Cedar City. 
Thanks so much, Gabrielle Costello, a spokesperson for Cedar City, joining us live. We appreciate it. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.